It's time for the Rich Life Retirement Show, brought to you by retirement professional and Wall Street Journal best-selling author, Bo Henderson. This is the one place committed to helping you navigate all aspects of a successful, meaningful, and fulfilling retirement. Let's get started. Here's Bo Henderson and Bill Main. And yes, we are back together again for another look at retirement. Bo Henderson with Bill Main. How are you this week, Bo? Hey, Bill. I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad that you are here because I know nothing about what we're going to talk about. I think you could do it. I don't know. (laughs) I've been learning a lot, though, the past few weeks. I really have. But on today's show, retirement planning rules of thumb that have fallen by the wayside. We're going to talk about the ins and outs of Social Security survivor benefits, and that's been a big topic as of late, for sure, Right. and what real retirees have to say. But first, every so often, we see surveys asking people about their retirement fears. And the Motley Fool says one of the responses that comes up repeatedly is it's not having enough money to cover basic expenses. But we don't want our retirement plan to cover more than just the basics. It's got to cover a little more of what you call the rich life. The lifestyle. The thing, you know, I can't see anybody, you know, a lot of what we talk about, Bill, is let's kind of do a lot. Let's do as much planning as possible to make retirement something we look forward to and are excited about. And I don't I don't feel a lot of passion around. I can't wait to get there and just pay my bills barely. <laughs> All right. So so we want to do some planning and we want to do some thinking. You know, do we need to build in a travel budget? Is that part of what's going to make retirement satisfying, fulfilling? Because we don't just want to survive. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and some tips on what we need to do with that is is realize a few things. One, a problem we have in retirement planning is we're underestimating how long we're living and we're running out of money in a lot of cases around 10 years too soon. So we need to maybe be a little more conservative. Give yourself a little more life expectancy because I would rather us err and you have a little left than us run out 10 years too soon. Yeah, give yourself a break. Give yourself credit, okay, that you're going to live longer than you think you're going to live. Don't just put the goalpost and go for it. Set it way out there. And even, you know, this is is funny too when we look at this. We might pull up a chart of of average life expectancy. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't like planning to average life expectancies because you're doing a 50-50 shot. You know, half people are going to die before that, half later. So let's right. give yourself a little cushion. Yeah, if you understand that that it's lived on the averages, that makes a big difference when you're taking a look at that. And then even on your expenses, you might go into retirement and say, my expenses are $4,000 a month. I know it. It's good. I guarantee you, we get about six months into it, we might realize it's $5,000 a month. Give yourself some flexibility and let's err on the high side. I'm, when it comes to retirement planning... The the older I get and the longer I do this, the more conservative I am because we're talking about our paycheck. That's not something we want to roll the dice with. No, not at all. And when you talk about how things may change, you got to stop and think that we, we always want to think that what's happening right now is what will always be. Right. And we're going to have... Hello, uti- 2020. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> were you not paying attention? That's right. Uh, we're going to have, have utility expenses are going to go up. We're going to have uh, food costs will go up. It's inevitable. Uh, your health care will go up. And, of course, we've talked about this before, and you got to plan for taxes. Right. They're, they're not going away, and they're not going down. They're not going down. You're right. So You may, we can you may be paying fewer taxes, but your tax, your tax rate may go up. Right, your tax liability. Yeah. So, so. So we, and, and I don't even want to spend much time on this, but I was just reading earlier today, too, they're already proposing out in California to, to raise taxes out there, and you know what could happen. Other states follow suit. So, yeah. Yeah. What could also happen is folks are going to start leaving Leaving the country. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's, well, yeah, I don't know about that. Could that could happen, too. Okay. Yeah, but but if, if, uh, if, if folks, you know, this is something you guys deal with all the time, and, and this is part of that modeling process that mm-hmm. you go through, and it's very important, I think, most people just say, I want to retire, 
and I want to be able to do X, Y, Z. I want to maybe travel a little bit. But they don't go out and just list it like you've been talking about. But this is what you do each and every day. And some folks probably need a little bit of help in crystallizing that list and actually sitting down and doing it. But that that's where Rich Life Advisors comes in. That's what we do, Bill. And, and it's so normal. The norm of what I see is we work so hard in our career, raising a family, and the retirement plan is I get there and I hope I, everything turns out okay. And that's not a great plan. What we want to start doing is is balancing both sides. We want a clear picture of where we're trying to go to, which takes a little – that's not really mathematical, but we also want to combine it with that part that says, okay, what do the numbers look like if I retire at 64 versus 66 versus 70? How does that play out? How does it play out if I turn on Social Security 66 versus 70 versus 62? Uh, do I pull money out of my 401K first or let it grow and pull it out later? All those those puzzle pieces, that's the, the word we use so much is modeling, mm-hmm. is we've got to model, we've got to look at our goals, and we've got to see for our specific variables, income, expenses, assets, goals, lifestyle, behavior, what's going to work best for me and my family. And there's always a path that will show up, but most people, unfortunately – they just don't do the work. They just kind of get there and react and respond passively as things happen to us as opposed to saying, you know what, I'm going into this prepared and I have a plan. You can lead or you can follow. That's right. Yeah. I'd much rather lead in that regard, especially when you're talking about my life and my retirement. Right. So, folks, you know, it's really easy to uh, to find out more about what you guys do. You're online and, of course, they can give you a buzz as well, right? What's, what's the web address? Yeah, if, if you're... If this is resonating, saying, you know what, I have a lot of stuff, but I don't necessarily have a strategy when it comes to retirement, check out richlifeadvisors.com. I'll put a lot of educational information there, a lot of good uh, resources there. Or if you have a specific question, just give me a call, 770-249-7424. That's 770-249-RICH. Or if you're like Bill Main, you can go to Bill Main. I don't have a lot of stuff, but I got a lot of questions. There you go. And, and Bo's got a lot of answers, so that's why it works out so well. That's why we're together on the Rich Life Retirement Show here on WDUN. Okay, so I've got one for you. Here's a story. Uh, Michael Floor lives in Seattle, 70 years old, just released from the hospital after being treated for COVID-19. Now, he spent two months in the hospital and over a month in ICU. Would you like to take a guess at what he had to pay for his bill? I'm sure it was hundreds of thousands of dollars a yeah, month. Go a little higher, $1.1 million. Woo. Can you believe that? Unreal. Michael says he almost had a heart attack when he opened it and <laughs> put him right back in the hospital. COVID didn't get him. Heart attack did. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully... Medicare covered all but $6,000, and there's a blessing, and that will probably be picked up by government assistance to the hospital during the pandemic. Now, Medicare is a vital part of retirement planning. We hear about it all the time, but what are we looking at for those costs? What can we cover with that? What does it handle? Well, what we need to do, this comes up a lot, is when we're doing what are our expenses going to be in retirement, we've got to make sure we're accounting for our health care costs. And Medicare can be very confusing because there's it's like the alphabet, right? Yeah. You've got an A, B, C, D, E, F, and et cetera. And so things to know, your Part A, that you're required to have, it's free. Okay. Your Part B, depending on your income, it's $144 to $491 a month. Okay. All right. That's going to cover both. Both A and B is going to cover your hospitals and your doctors and, and outside like, things. Sort of like normal insurance would in that regard. Right. Yeah, exactly. Pretty and much. Then, and then part C is what you would hear called a supplemental plan. And that's things that might, that, that'll cover the gaps in that part A and B. If there's some copays and some gaps that need to be covered, if you don't want to have to have out of pocket. Out of pocket. Yeah. If you are, if you just don't have enough to cover all of the out of pocket. Right. And then we go to D and D is your drug coverage. That's your prescription drug coverage. Okay. So when you, you take, take a look and you factor all those four things, depending on average, I see for a couple 
uh, uh, Medicare costs around $500 a month in retirement. So something something we want to net out so we know, okay, that's a real expense that we're going to have to address. But compare that to personal insurance or insurance off the exchange or something. Not that bad of a deal. Yeah, and I was going to ask you. So that is that that's not an addition to to buying. That is in place of right. what I'm spending right now on my health insurance, which, by the way, is a bit more than that. Well, one of the big problems we have. <laughs> you're right. It's gotten. It's like a mortgage and he- payment, and I'm healthy. That's you're what healthy. Like, I, I should get a break on that. You're average. You're helping average out the people that uh, aren't healthy. I'm but, glad to be able to do that. Thank you. But what happens there in a lot of cases? One of the big problems we run into, Bill, or talking about Medicare, is we might have this idea. You know what? I'm just going to, I've got an, I got some assets saved. I'm going to retire at 63. But we need to think ahead because if we're not eligible for Medicare yet, we might have that mortgage payment for insurance that mm. we need to cover in that two-year gap. So we want to make sure we're aware of that before we're just there and have to have to deal with it. Yeah, that, that would, if you'll pardon the pun, that would be a bitter pill to swallow. And it'd be right. a hard one, too, because you can't give them what you don't have. And if you don't have it, what are you going to do? Some people can't afford to retire, so they have to retire, uh, work to at least 65 to keep insurance coverage. But if you modeled it to plan it, you'd know that and not be disappointed at the last minute realizing you got to pull the, the ripcord and go back into the workforce. And you're not surprised by it. Exactly. That's the, and that's where the disappointment comes. Right. It's just, if I didn't plan for this. And there's other there's other options. There might even be something you could you could plan ahead and say, you know what? I might retire from what I'm doing now at 63, but there might be there's some companies out there that you could work part time and still sure. carry insurance for a couple of years. Yeah, and start, they cater to this demographic. Yeah, you know, be a consultant, start your own side hustle, whatever it might be. All right, well, very good. We continue with the Rich Life Retirement Show. Bo Henderson with yours truly, Bill Main, spending some time with you. And uh, you know, this is what you do, as we talked about. And I know that you've had hundreds of conversations about retirement with people planning and modeling and all of that sort of thing. Kind of curious is what are some of the things that you hear from real retirees? I mean, we're talking some possibilities and modeling, but the actual on the ground with people, what do you hear? Right. Let's let's take a break from all our um, our journalist articles and the and the professional yeah. speak and, and and our what ifs and supposings. That's right. Well, one of the things I, I've done hundreds of these live workshops, and, and a lot of them I'll have a place on a questionnaire to ask people, hey, what are your thoughts about retirement? What comes to mind? What do you think? And I think first of all, Bill, we need to change. Uh, some of the definitions of retirement. When I looked up in the dictionary, I was getting some words like to withdraw, to go to bed, to fall back, or to retreat. <laughs> Doesn't sound real inspiring, right? No, that's not what I want to do when I quote retire. So, so I asked people, I said, let's open our mind up and let's think more about a, a fun, satisfying, exciting retirement, the things we talk about here. And here was my top 10 responses uh, over the last several years. Number one, when work is over or at least optional. Like that one. Yeah, I like the optional part. That's right. Time to pursue my passions. Number two. Yeah. Number three, we had time to keep my promises. I like this one because I'm wondering, from their perspective, was that a promise to myself or is that promises to other people in retirement? Oh, okay. That's kind of kind of deep. Yeah, that is. We'll go that deep is. on that's that. Really, that's really being considered and thinking. Sure. And then there's one of these in every crowd. When I have enough, and I've had enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it out. I'm done. I've got enough on both counts. There's <laughs> a number five time to do what I want when I want with who I want. Okay. I, I like that definition. This one for golf fans, they just looking at retirement like a mulligan. I'm going to get a do over. <laughs> okay. Get another swing. Yeah, at sure. It. Why not? You got plenty of years to go. And here we go. I think we're at six, seven now. When work no longer gets in the way of what I really want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how about this one? When every week 
is like six Saturdays and a Sunday. I like that a lot. And here's number nine. Does that come with cartoons and cereal first thing in the morning? Could you I, know what? If I wanted to, I guess I could. I was thinking about that. Do, do kids do that now? I mean, that that's just an era gone by. Where I know. That's it's, just it's what you did. we grew up. Yeah, but right. not, not so much anymore. It was a big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So two more. So number nine, this one again. I like I like the, the rhyming here. Goodbye tension. Hello pension. Yeah, okay. Now this person's blessed to have a pension, yeah. which is mm-hmm. rare and rare. And then number one, when you stop living at work and be, begin working at living. Man, and that one, that one really, yeah, that one, that speaks, that yeah. speaks. And I, I will say that the first one really speaks to me as well, because um, being, having the option. Right. So that, in other words, you might, you might say to yourself, you know, but I really feel like I've got some more usefulness. I want to keep working. Right. But being, knowing in the back of your mind that if one day you decide, no, that you can. So it work becomes optional. It's because you choose to, not right. because you, you have the pressure that you have to. And then it becomes less of a job. Yeah, it's just something. You, it's something you do to, that that you want to do. You really want to pursue. And if you're fortunate enough to have a job that you're passionate at the same time, then you can stay with it longer. But knowing that 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 peace of mind of saying, yeah, when I'm ready to lay it down, I don't have to worry. Well, I tell people that all the time, Bill. When we're in that position, I say, you know what? Here's the good news. That guy at work, that lady at work, that really can get under your skin. The day it goes too far, you can just throw up your hands and say, I'm out. <laughs> but you know, but you know that's really that's really what that's really what Rich Life Advisors is dealing in. Right. We talk about retirement. But it's really just peace of mind, right. isn't it? I mean, isn't that's what you're everybody's looking for. And you want to be able to have that comfort of going, it's going to be OK. You know, I was thinking of this is funny. You brought that up yesterday. I was having a conversation and the three words that came up to me that what people are looking for when it comes to retirement planning is they want to feel prepared. Mm-hmm. They want confidence and they want to be excited about this next phase of life. And if we can start thinking and planning with those three things in mind, it's a lot different because. You'd be amazed. Well, I just hear it from the feedback and the questions that come in. A lot of a lot of what's out there is just fear-driven, fear-based. And if we're not really proactively working towards something, uh, feeling that we're doing the best we can, the stress of it could literally be killing you. Sure, sure can. And right. they, there are studies that back that up. Right. You read about it all the time. Sure do. All right. Now, let's let's take a little break here. Rich Life Retirement Show, Bill Main hanging out with Bo Henderson and uh, – we're talking about something a little fun, okay, a little trivia for you here. 55 years and counting the soap opera Days of Our Lives, one of the longest-running scripted television shows in the world. Now, some things stand the test of time. Others fall by the wayside. Here you go. What are some common retirement planning beliefs that have not held up very well? What's the new paradigm? Ah, uh, So, yeah, there's there's several that retirement beliefs that, we're, we're somewhat rules of thumb that just don't work anymore. But before I get into those, talking about days of our lives, that remind, reminds me of being over and coming on Pilgrim Mill Road, going up to my granny's house. And what you did at my granny's house, you sat with her and watched her stories. Her stories, yeah. Not a soap opera. It's stories. stories. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And then the other thing I remember, I didn't play with toys. I had play pretties. So another yeah, little, what, that okay. was a little time of that. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so let's get back to so things that haven't held up very well. Over time, the, we've talked about this a lot, the expected lifespan of 75 to 85 years old. Yeah, you throw that out the window. Anymore, when I'm in a group, I'll ask them now, how many people have people at home or family or people they care about in their 90s? It's almost three quarters of the room, it yeah, seems. Yeah, and more and more every day. Yeah. I'll be in a lower tax bracket when I retire. <laughs> That's another one. And we talked about that, you know. I got to laugh. <laughs> even, and, and this has come up before, but even if we hit a lower tax bracket that first couple of years when our income stops, we've got other sources of income that start coming in, like the, the min, minimum distributions, yep. 
pensions, other things that can drive that up. Not to mention what we talk about all the time, the likelihood that taxes are going to go up in the future. They're not going to go down. Right. You, you hope, but they're not going to go down. And number three, my overall expenses will be lower in retirement. That's a good idea. That it, it would work better if they did. But what happens is some expenses go down typically and others tend to rise. Is that because the cost of those things go up? or is Because I, I have a fear in retirement if I don't have something to occupy my time. In other words, if I went home right now, right. I would spend every dime that I had working on the house or working on the boat. Because I'm there and I'm idle and I want to do something. So I'd be at the hardware store. I'd be at the marina wherever. Is that part of it as well because we're shifting? It shifts, right. It, and it could be something like that. Okay, I, I realize when I look at it now, I'm spending this budget, this $2,000 a month on hobbies that mm-hmm. I wasn't before. You know, a lot of things shift too, like your health care expenses. You get sick, have an illness in the family, then all of a sudden that's that's going to a bigger ratio of your budget. So or like the shift. guy that had a $1.1 million COVID visit. That's right. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. As much as it sounds like a, a great idea, is most people really, they're built and what they are desiring for retirement is, is what would be called a consumption model. They're wanting to transition pretty lateral to what they're used to living on and their expenses into retirement. Is, is that realistic? Now, now, before you answer that, let me qualify that. Is that realistic for a majority of the people with whom you work? Because I know there are there's a there are a good number of people who have the wherewithal mm-hmm. that they can stop working at fifty or fifty five or whenever they want to stop because they built these vast empires, or whatever. And hey, I admire those people. Right. But for for me, for people like me, just working that kind of folks, is that realistic? Is that attainable? You know, it has a lot to do with the expenses, of course. We might not need as much. It, and it, it really, the answer is it depends, right? I'll see some, if you have two pensions in the household, two nice social securities and two 401ks, sometimes we can make a lateral transition. It depends. Uh, and so what we're really shooting for is to get a clear picture on the expenses and seeing, can we put ourselves in a, in a situation that's comfortable there? Okay. Yeah. And it goes, it all goes back to, to modeling. Right. And, and I think also being realistic and what you see, and I think a lot of us don't think about, well, what's it going to be like when I hit that point? What am I going to do? And we don't really think that through all the way because we, we've never been there. I know what my I know what my parents did when they retired. Right. And I imagine I'll probably fall into some of the same things. My dad, did he couldn't wait to retire. He was a uh, federal law enforcement officer for 30-plus years, and he couldn't wait to retire to garden and fish. Right. And after six months of doing that, he said, I've gardened and fished about all I want to do. He got up and went out and got another job. Got his fill. Yeah. And not because he needed the money necessarily. He just he got bored. Work. Right. Yeah. So, it happens a lot. And, yeah. and, and, and then again, some people... I don't think he thought it beyond that first six months of retirement, really thought past it. I don't know if any of us do. Well, it sounds like a nice idea. I don't have to get up at you know early, at, and, and I have all this freedom and flexibility. And it's amazing. Uh, it, it's across the board. There's some people that, that I'll have that conversation with. Hey, I saw this person that once they stopped working, lost some of their identity. We were dealing with clinical depression and some of these conversations. I'm, I've had another guy for 20 years. He's like, man, it didn't bother me one bit. I just sell. So so it's really different, different personalities, different. And, and I think a lot of it, Bill, has to do with how much of your identity, your self-worth was tied up in what you did. In a lot of cases, makes that transition harder if you don't have that next thing that has purpose and identity to it. It's the Rich Life Retirement Show. We're talking with Bo Henderson of Rich Life Advisors, Bill Main, hanging out with him and learning a whole lot today. And, and Bo, I got to say this. When I first met you, and this has been a good number of years ago, 
Um, I don't want to say how many because it makes both of us look a little bit older than we are. Um, We'll say we were younger then. We were younger then. We were younger (laughs) then. But one of the things that has stuck out from what you do to me and what really made brought you to my attention was one of the first times I ever met you and you said, there's more to retirement than the numbers. Mm -hmm. And it's this idea of what we've just been talking about. It, it's it's deciding what your lifestyle is. It's it's not just deciding whether you can afford, but how do you want to live? What do you want to do with your time? And I think that's a, a question that a lot of us don't ask when we start our careers. We just start going because we have to put food on the table. But a lot of times I, I think we should ask that question of ourselves more often. Right. And I think that's what my clients over the years have taught me that. that's When, when I first started talking about Rich Life, which yeah. is around 2007, it was me paying attention to clients that, there was a disconnect from what the world tells us and sells us that if you have enough stuff, you have this car, you're going to be happy. You're going to be good. You have this much money. But what I was noticing with real people, it was they were talking about their memories that they would, that were priceless. They were talking about spending more time with the people they care about the most. They were talking about this, this thing they did, whether it was a musical instrument writing that, that they were passionate about. And what I realized then is that the money's important. Don't get me wrong. You have to have both sides of it. Right. And that's what we're talking about, that peace of mind. But if you had all of that. If you move toward, if you use your money to, as a tool to move towards that life that's meaningful and fulfilling, now you're on to something. Yeah. Because just, just having the money in and of itself is not going to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, so that's, to that did point. That su- did that surprise you? How long were you doing this before you came to that? Because I know that your story was you'd been doing it a while and all of a sudden you had that aha moment. It was probably it was probably about five to six years in the business, and I was at that point. I was like, if I've got to keep doing this business the way I was taught to do it, I'm not going to do it for my career. And I and that that idea just kind of uh, came together. And it was how it's how I want to live. I want to create a life that's enjoyable and meaningful and exciting. And so I bet there's a, enough people out there that have that same philosophy about life that this would work. And the thing is, it has to start somewhere, and it has to start with that strategy, which starts with modeling, and all of that starts. Well, they're good friends at Rich Life Advisors, and this is what you do. And if folks want to find out more, and you got tons of resources, too, by the way. Yeah, one of the things I'd like to do, I was thinking about it on the way in, I, I want to offer any listeners the 12 Steps to Retirement Success book. Absolutely free. Go to richlifeadvisors.com. If you'll scroll down to the contact form there, just say WDUN, and we'll get you out of that book. Why I like that 12 Steps, it talks about 12 of the most important areas we need to make sure we've addressed and I actually built in an assessment. So it's kind of a retirement preparedness assessment. Oh, okay. So it's a nice tool to say, okay, uh, either I'm, I'm on track or here's a few areas I need to look further into and research and make sure I am get on track. Probably tell you some things about yourself you didn't realize. Right. Yeah. You G- hadn't thought about. Give you a to-do list, which sometimes is helpful. Yeah. How many books have you written? Nine. When's number 10 come out? Are you, are you working on another one or, or is that in the works at all? Number I kind of put you on the spot. No, number 10 to... is in the early stages. It doesn't really even have a name yet, but it's a lot of what we're talking about now. It's really going to be about this holistic model of retirement planning. Okay. Something around this new model that's getting away just from the spreadsheets to utilizing both the financial and non-financial aspects of a successful life. Yeah. And, I, and, and until you really put things down on paper, a lot of times they don't get done. That's right. That's yeah. right. It's got to be. It's that's whenever we talk. So just for anybody that this wanting to come to the website, come out and ask questions. Whenever we leave, if it's just a couple of questions, we typically will leave my office with two or three action items. It might be a book to read, a person to go talk to. Because uh, you're right, we write it down and we get momentum and we move towards that thing we're wanting to accomplish. Yeah, it becomes real at that point. All right, so let's get them to to see you and get to the resources because you've got tons of that. And I uh, would love to if if folks want to ask you a question from what they've heard on the show. 
they can just drop you an email or, or get with yeah, you on the page? Same thing. So go to richlifeadvisors.com, request the book, and we'll send that out. Put any questions, I think, because I, I know we we love to, to take a listener yeah, question and, we'd and, love to and do that. hash it out and talk through it. And uh, heck, uh, there's nothing better than a real person's questioning out there saying, hey, this applies to me. This is something I'm thinking about. There you go. And don't forget, you can also pick up the phone and give them a call. Yeah, the number at the office is 770-249-7424. 770-249. Rich. Fantastic. Had a great time being with you, Bo. Let's get back together and do it again. What do you say? Sounds good, Bill. See All right. Love it. All right. Take care. Bye. If you have specific retirement questions or would like to know more about Rich Life Advisors, go to richlifeadvisors.com or call 770-249-7424. That's 770-249-RICH. Rich Life Advisors LLC provides investment advisory services through Formula Folios. Bo Henderson is a licensed insurance agent in Georgia.